I'm Michael Marinello. And I'm Robert Mathers. And this is Radio Free Jersey Presents of All Time. On this episode, she loved her biker like an icon. We're going to talk about USA Today's 20 essential Paul McCartney tracks. Um, are we rolling? So here we are. <laughs> yes, we, we've we've made it through. We're <laughs> we're we're still kicking. We're still we're still around. So some technical difficulties. Some uh, the world is melting down. Difficulties. Uh, our president is hiding in a bunker. Difficulties. Uh, all all of it are conspiring to uh, to cause some delays in your uh, favorite po- podcast. Right. But now. we at least were consistent. Unlike years ago, we 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 got you something every right. week. We got you something to listen to. Something to right. to, to, to sate the feed, if it will. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it. The world, guys, as as <laughs> we're well aware. And like I said uh, a couple episodes ago, we just really couldn't figure out how to, like, it, was it tone deaf? And then, the, you know, I think as, not that the crisis has passed by any stretch of the imagination, right. and we should all be doing what we can to advance the cause of uh, eliminating racism. Correct. Um, and, and being kind and, and wonderful to, to everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And we're working on some things... Uh, that that will handle that. But at the end of the day, this podcast, as we've said before, it's a bit of an escape. It is meant for you to be able to take a short break from everything to reset your mind a little bit. So right. we don't have to necessarily tackle the big issues here. Right. Um, and what yeah. a better... In, in, yeah. in fairness to ourselves, in the first, maybe even the teaser episode, um, the, the little intro episode, we said, you know, there's a million more important things in this world, but sometimes we just need to argue about uh, Stairway to Heaven. Right, so. exactly. So that's what we're doing. And we decided we would pick because uh, here it is, Monday the 15th of June, and in a yep. scant three days, mm-hmm. uh, Paul McCartney will be 78 years old, which is just kind of hard to believe but you mm-hmm. know 78 is the new 52 so yeah exactly um, uh, and that comes up on on june 18th uh yes. so yes james paul mccartney uh much like my my co-host here on the other side of uh of uh essex county is uh robert daniel mathers right. so uh <laughs> so uh was there was there an influence there in the in you going uh you know for a while, when I first knew you, you were Danny, uh, and then you were Robert Daniel. Uh, is was that a Paul McCartney influence? James uh, Paul McCartney influence? That one wasn't. The, 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 I grew up being called by my middle name because my father's name is Robert. He's Robert Anthony, and my mother just decided that uh, she she I don't know. Just I, it has bugged me for years. So <laughs> finally, when I was about. I was in my mid twenties. I mean, when I was working professionally in in radio, uh, actually, I had tried several times. When I got to Emerson, 
because they go by what's on your driver's license and your birth certificate and all that. So they they were calling me Robert. That was what was posted on the dorm door. Um, And then I, uh, if you'll recall, I was uh, uh, dating a a young lady from back here uh, for a brief period of time that first semester. And I kept missing phone calls because she kept forgetting to call me Robert. Right. And I was, and (laughs) we didn't have a phone in the, I don't think Kevin and I had a phone probably till the beginning of the second semester. So we called a payphone down the hall. Yeah, uh, exactly. And then who the I, heck is this Danny you're asking for? <laughs> right. uh, uh, and then so I started. All right, well I kind of roll back into the middle name, and then um, when I started at uh, when I was at ZLX, I was still didn't have quite all my wherewithal to to use that on on the radio. I was just so happy that I could be on the radio. Yeah, uh, and I never liked how Dan and Mathers rolled into each other. The two, the mm-hmm. N and the M consonant, very very. Yep. It's just a rough thing. Correct. So when I got to New York, when I got to Q one hundred four, and I got on the air there in uh, like late mid two thousand, I think it was. I said, "Oh, this is great! I've got the day job. I'll be Dan over here, and I'll be Robert." on the air except that our program director was bob buckman we've mentioned him before and he didn't want two roberts on this i said no no, i'll be robert and he said no you won't so i flipped (laughs) it and i started using robert daniel and then eventually just robert in my behind the scenes producing digital management career and then dan was the on-air name uh yeah and actually there have been sometimes i've snuck on the air somewhere as bob daniels uh-huh. Uh, that 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 persona possibly could come back somewhere, and then everybody, yeah. then you know, then people just um uh just around the same time as when RDM sort of happened. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm a man of uh, constant sorrow and many names. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm I apologize there. I, I took us a little uh, down a rabbit hole there with uh, with your name. So we're here to uh, talk. Um, Paul McCartney and this list of the 20 essential Paul McCartney songs. This was done by USA Today. This was done in preparation for just before Egypt Station came out. So this was a um, a look back at Paul McCartney's career in the Beatles and as a solo artist. Uh, just what they, what this author, Maeve McDermott, um, a nice Italian sounding name there. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, said, uh, you know, basically um, said our 20 essential Paul McCartney tracks. And this is inclusive of his work in the Beatles, which is going to um, uh, going to limit some of the some of the options because there, there's just uh, too much to fit in. But um, sh- uh, should we jump in? Uh, anything else you want to add there, Robert? Um, well, yes, we will say too. I want to just set, set up front. They call it 20 essential tracks. It is not properly ranked. Right. um, Which I think is a USA Today cop out. uh, And as you know, so we took them the way that they were listed from 20 to one, it, right. it ends up being somewhat of a chronological. I was just about to say that. Uh, yes. order. Somewhat um, of a chronological order, at least Beatles into solo and when then that, yeah. and then they go off the rails there. So, uh, I don't understand how you could get tired figuring this out when you're only right. doing 20 songs. I think throwing the word essential is I'm already up top. I'm going to call bullshit. The fact that they're calling these <laughs> essential McCartney right. tracks. And I already take, um, 
I have a problem with the title of the article, the title of the list, which is the 20 essential Paul McCartney tracks that prove he is the best of the Beatles. Right. That That is like, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, I'll take this into somewhat of a religious tone for a second. That's right. like saying that uh, Jesus is the best one of the Holy Trinity. <laughs> you can't do that. Right. I know. It, it, it's insane. And, I, I will I will give a pass on this, and we will obviously uh, post the link to these in, in the show notes and on our website. Um, I will give a pass because in the article, she it's more to, along the lines of she says, like, basically everybody has their favorite Beatle, but kind of Paul was the most prolific and, you know, had the most material. So, um, that you know, I, I it's not, you know, the, the headline is a little, has a little bit, let, well, has a lot less nuance than the article has. So but, there's... but Paul being the most prolific, and and maybe this is this probably warrants. We're going to have to get into as Ken Dashow when he was on the show a few weeks ago mentioned, you know, sort of teased it or, or or gave us the idea. We may have to do, or we're definitely going to have to do a a a solo deep dive on all this. But yeah. but by saying that it's that it's sort of almost the Paul Paul uh, McCartney. Mick Jagger argument from about a month ago about which band right. was better, the Stones or the Beatles. Yes, you can say that Paul McCartney is the most prolific solo artist of, of the post-Beatle era. Right. Just literally by happenstance. Like, right. I firmly believe that had John Lennon not been assassinated in 1980, right. he would have mm-hmm. continued to make records um, and had and I believe that George would have made records over the last twenty years as well had he not died okay. in one. Yep. Uh, and George was certainly, if you take from eighty to two thousand, uh, George. Well, I mean, he he sat basically most of the nineties out. Uh, yep. Uh, which is fine, but <laughs> you know, it, being prolific and being good. <laughs> There's a quality quantity uh, uh, yes. thing here, yes. but and, and, and we'll get to that as we get yeah. into the list and we start to look uh, look further down. Yes, it's so, agreed. So, all right, so, uh, so let's let's jump in. Yeah, let's jump in. <laughs> so uh, twenty, I saw her standing there. Please, please me. Nineteen, I just seen a face from Help. Uh, Eighteen, yesterday from Help. Seventeen, here, there, and everywhere, Revolver, and sixteen for no one. All right, all. All great, all should be in there. However, if you're going to go from the first album they released, Please Please Me, and then you're going to go to, what, the sixth album? So they skipped over, um, let's see, uh, with the Beatles, A Hard Day's Night, um, So uh, and Rubber Soul in there, and not a single song in there. So I would think, you know, I love I've Just Seen a Face, but I would say, like, all right, Yesterday is, you know, canon, one of the greatest songs ever written, one of the most covered songs, everything like that. Uh, as much as I like, I've just seen a face. You could, when you're talking essential, I think you could drop it. And I you would could drop, also, uh, wait, uh, uh, you could drop, I've just seen a face or I saw her standing yeah, there. Uh, I've just seen a face. I, I could, I would even say I saw her standing there. I saw her standing there. I think, you know, just for the fact of it's like the first song of their first album and it's kind of iconic. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to take us down a, a short little rabbit hole here. Yeah, I ahead. don't understand, even in 2018, like the Beatles really didn't write creepy songs. But right. in the in the in the understanding today and even understanding 
almost 60 years ago. Yep. Is, 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 should we be celebrating? I saw her standing there. Yeah, it's a, it's For a the good point. opening lyric alone. Well, um, you, you, uh, I mean, they were, they were how... about that age or they were just yeah. a little, old. they were in their twenties, but still. Right. It's... Do you know that the, the, the history of that song is that the original lyrics as Paul wrote them was she was just 17, a real beauty queen. Um, and Lennon said, no, say, uh, <laughs> you, know uh, I mean. you know what I mean? And so, which if anybody who knows anything kind of about John Lennon, especially John Lennon at that time, that kind of tracks with kind of, uh, yes. <laughs> uh what he was like, but you know, yeah, uh, it's just I agree. A, yeah. Just a little away for thin aside. Right. Exactly. So, um, and then also two off of revolver, two great songs, but I would pick one. Uh, I, I, I happen to like for no one a little bit better simply because I'm a sucker for a French horn. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, there's so many songs off of Rubber Soul and singles and other things like that that just aren't even uh, mentioned. And instead putting two songs off of Help, two songs off and, of and, and And it's... I. I... <sighs> I think it's weak to go. Yesterday is this beautiful ballad. It is a very soft song. It is a tearjerker, blah, blah, all mm-hmm. of that, you know. And then to go to almost a dirge in Here, There, and Everywhere. Like, it's yep. not even a rock. Well, it's just, right. yeah. it's one of my least, it's like, if I'm in the mood to not, you know, and I have the the ability to, and I'm not listening to it on vinyl. I'll put it this way: yeah. here, yeah. there, and everywhere is probably yeah. one of the ones I will skip through if yeah. I if I'm in the mood to not do a full track of of, of the Revolver album. Right, exactly. Because I'd like to get back to the drug songs. <laughs> exactly. All right. So let's um let's go back. We'll we'll, we'll continue on the list because we're obviously going to come back to this and, and go back to, <laughs> to to there. So. Uh, 15, She's Leaving Home from Sgt. Pepper. 14, Blackbird from The Beatles, a.k.a. The White Album. 13, Hey Jude, which was a single. Uh, and 12, the basically the side two medley of Abbey Road. So she came in through the bathroom window. Golden Slumbers carry that way at the end. Um, and then 11 is Two of Us. That, uh, that gets us up to, they went with basically 12 um, uh, or 10. Uh, no, tw- 11 uh, Beatles. Right. There are technically um, 24 songs on this list because right. <laughs> uh, she came in through the bathroom window, Golden Roads, Carry the Way. I mean, that's four songs. And so there's 23, I guess, if you if right. you p- p- put it that right. way. Um, the, so I'll, I'll, call, I'll jump in and call BS right away. No, <laughs> those are four individual songs. They were strung right. together. Right. Um, they were kind of played that way on the radio, but she came in through the bathroom window is a, is a, is a separate song that was mm-hmm. covered by Joe Cocker. Yep. So if yep. anything, you would do golden slumbers carry that way at the end, which is, has been more r- classic rock stations have played those three together. Yep, um, sure. Shame through the bathroom window really is its own thing, and if you're really right. going to do it right, you run the whole gamut because of the theme that rolls through it. So right. I'm going to yep. call BS on that. Um, and yep. while we're there, I'm going to call <laughs> BS on Two of Us as a McCartney only song. Yep, it's one of the last great equal contributions of mm-hmm. Lennon and McCartney. Yep, I agree, and it's funny because I was looking at what else was on Let It Be, um, 
that, but like the other songs that I really like on that, on Let It Be are also Lennon McCartney. Like I've got a feeling is, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, is very much like it's both of them. So I couldn't, you know, just, just say, you know, it was enough to be a Paul McCartney song. So I would guess I would take two of us off and just leave, let it be, maybe get back instead of let it be. But I would, I would move, you know, I would probably try to get some other representation. I would have put, yeah, you're right. Get back. Absolutely. Blackbird by all means. Absolutely. I mean, that is a actual Paul song. I think you're right with she's leaving home with Sgt. Pepper. That, that is a brilliant song in its, departure from what the Beatles were doing and it was you know we're going to talk about a a broken you know a runaway and a and 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 uh, you know uh, uh, the the fracture of the sort of nuclear post-war family yeah uh, exactly. it's a heavy song yep but but Paul does heavy light you know right. <laughs> adds a lot of cream exactly. to the coffee yeah exactly <laughs> I love it all right so let's get let's go 10 to 6 let it be from let it be uh and now we're into the solo career maybe i'm amazed junk number eight uh uncle albert admiral halsey number seven and and that's from ram and a woman oy also from ram number six which was exactly what i thought when i got to that point in the article and said it <laughs> oh woman oh why did you did you put this song in there right right but i think and and you know if there's a, a theme that runs through our podcast uh one of them is definitely this, which is this is definitely the part of the list where somebody tries to get a little bit too cute. Like, hey, I can I can pull out a, a deep cut and make that like, oh, um, this is the essential Paul McCartney song. Not, you know, not all the you know, not these 10 other hits that were uh, a million times more popular. It was it was this song. So I think that's I believe that, you know, you know, in our normal segment. And I want to say, I got to go, but I'm looking up what she wrote, which, um, about which song about that one of McCartney's best ever vocals, this lowly B side absolutely rips. (laughs) So even in that, she calls it, even in her review of why it's essential, she calls it lowly. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not one of his best ever vocals. He's, (laughs) you know, it, it, I also feel the same way that junk shouldn't be on here. Yes, this exactly. Was, junk was thrown off of the White Album, Abbey Road, and Let It Be. Yep, it, exactly. It, three times he submitted that, uh-huh. uh, along with Teddy Boy. So basically, that first solo record is the shit that he couldn't get. Yep. Maybe I'm Amazed is the far and away the best song in the album. It's the one he had to hit on. However, I yep. also love... Uh, I actually do like the lovely Linda just because it's yep. silly. Yep. Um, but that would, I like every night on there, but yeah, yeah. A, a lot of it's, it's very kind of, that would be together. something. Yeah. 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 I mean, exactly. That, that's my favorite track of the album because it's so, and I love the fact that he recorded this record by right. himself in his basement on a four track recorder. Yep. Um, you know, it, 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 I've loved it since the first time I dropped the needle on it and it was not mm-hmm. a song we heard on the radio. Uh, yeah. But the Grateful Dead also covered it in their last yeah, yeah. their few years. I mean, I you know, and I, we don't have to go too far down, but I also I've also been a big for thirty odd years a big fan of Kareen Accor too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So all right, so we're now uh, we're at five. High, high, high from Red Rose Speedway. Well, wait, wait. What, what's your take on uh, Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey? Oh, I um, that 
you know, that is my, uh, I have a soft spot for uh, Uncle mm-hmm. Albert at Mahali. I, I love the, it sounds like it's John Cleese doing, uh, you know, voicing the, the middle part where right. he's Man, so saying he takes he the phone call. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm so glad you brought, I'm going to pause there. I'm so glad that you brought up that John Cleese thing. It's been in the back of, I don't think we've ever talked about this, no, but I clearly I've either. thought about this since I heard it and I knew who Cleese was. Right. right? Exactly. So last night I decided, I, I wonder if it really is. The internet should be able to answer this question. And you know what? Uh-huh. They can't. <laughs> I've found. But some other people have that. that oh, theory there, there are threads. Uh-huh. On Reddit, on Beetleboards, on all that sort of stuff. Is it John Cleese? Is it John Cleese? Okay. I, you you know, you're looking at the show note or the, the liner notes for the record. John Cleese has not. People have asked John Cleese and he has said, yeah, I, I don't really know Paul McCartney. I was not. You know, the, <laughs> right. George was the guy that we hung out with. We did not hang out with Paul McCartney. I, right. I did not do this. But boy, does McCartney do a spot on uh, uh, John Cleese. And then your the other note I wrote about, about Admiral Halsby, the other thing that I love about that song, because it's so cheesy and I love the play that Linda yeah. and Paul have together. Butter pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the butter right. melts, I put in the pie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's just, again, it's classic McCartney like, eh, these words sound good together. I'm going right. to tell a fun exactly. little story. But it's also one of my favorite French horn parts ever. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. I, so I, I would definitely put it on there. It's, it's, you know, very, very indicative of this is Paul McCartney in the seventies with just given an unlimited supply of pot and a limited amount of recording time. He can just, this is what he'll, you know, he will noodle on. And, you know, there, there's something about that that I I still like. And And, and this is the period where he is actively competing against Lennon for number ones and for singles and for the fame and the adulation and all of that, whether Mm -hmm. Lennon wanted to compete with him or not, Paul was, you know, Paul was going to stick it to him. Right, exactly. Uh, all right, so the the, the top five. Okay, the top five. Uh, high, 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 Red Rose Speedway. Um, Live and Let Die uh, from the soundtrack to the movie, Rich, uh, Live and Let Die. Uh, Band on the Run from Band on the Run. And uh, My Love from Red Rose Speedway. And Jet from Band on the Run. I, I, would, I would err on the side of taking out Hi, hi, hi. Yes. Uh, it's, it's funny. Um, when we were growing up, there was Wings Greatest came out in probably like early 80s. Mm-hmm. And then in before Flowers in the Dirt came out. So like maybe 86, 87, they had a, a Paul McCartney Greatest uh, hits. collection. Yeah, called like All the Best. All the Best. And it was a uh, black and white picture Yep, that I and, feel like um, got left off of, uh, was it Press to Play? Yeah, Maybe. I feel like it was like the bow take of, except his hair was longer. Right. Um, so what I what was pretty interesting was that on Wings Greatest, it had almost all the exact same songs minus um, all the best did not have high high high, and uh, instead Wings Greatest had Mull of Kintyre and, instead of high high high, right. and then there's a couple other kind of all the best had like some of his early 80s solo stuff like actually you know what the funny thing was it had the the two duets the one with michael jackson the one with stevie wonder but it didn't have um take it away which you know was probably the you know or maybe as equal of a hit from you know ebony and ivory and say 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 Mm -hmm. um but uh just just interesting um 
Which is a very, very, very long way of saying um, I wouldn't have put it on. <laughs> no, this this yeah. is this is a fun. Uh, actually, this would have been better when we did that. We should have added that in the what did they forget in the four twenty episode? Because right. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's what it's about. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Precisely. So. Um, um, I, I, you know, I, I'm not, my love isn't my favorite song, but I do think it should probably be in there um, as like an essential. This was, you know, Paul McCartney at his, you know, ballad writing, love song writing kind of peak. Um, well, I don't, I, you, you tell me. What, no, what do you it's think? funny because I wrote, as I was, you know, put, putting my notes together, I said, you know, my love. I said, all right, here's where you cue the cheese. Right. Um, but, you know, I, listen, I could make 15 jokes. I've said it. Uh, uh, various times over the years that I have had a um, uh, it, Paul McCartney is an easy target, um, but right, he is exactly. also very prolific. He is a brilliant, wonderful human being. Um, yep. You know, but I got to say that a song like My Love, especially in these times in which we live in, um, right. never said Paul was great at grammar, as he proved in Live and Let Die. Um <laughs> in which we live in. Um, but right. I think we need my love. I think we need that song. Uh, right. It's less cheesy than let my love open the door uh, yeah. by, by, by Pete Townsend <laughs> and the who. Yep. Um, I think that, uh, you know, live and let die. Yes. It, it is a great track. Uh, it, it, kind of made bond cool again or, or yep. for, for a new generation. I love the fact that it's Roger, it's Roger Moore. Uh, uh-huh. It was the Roger Moore one. Um, love band on the run. It's one of my favorite records. Yep. Um, uh, and then, but I wouldn't have put like I find it interesting. They stopped basically right. chronologically at around Live and Let Die or or Red right. Speedway. Like it, it, there was so much other stuff. Yep. And there's really not a Wings song on. Well, yeah, yeah, because uh, it's Paul McCartney and yeah, Wings. I guess is band on the run, right? Yeah, it is. But even then. It was essentially just Paul, Linda, and Denny who did right. all of that stuff for, for that album because everyone else had kind of left the band by that point. So, but yeah, I think they might have technically recorded on uh, as Wing. So, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Yeah, it, it's I don't think there's anything after 1975 on here, is there? No. Which <clears throat> so why don't you have? Uh, uh, so what did they miss? Right. I mean, all even right. from that whole thing. Like there's okay, stuff so, off of his whole yeah go ahead. All right, so are you ready for this? Uh, let's. Uh, I this morning um, uh, when in reviewing this, I just basically sat there with my. I have a Spotify playlist of basically every Beatles album and single in chronological order, and just on sight alone, just as I was listening to our boy Ken Dasho this morning on Breakfast with the Beatles, I just eyeballed it, and then I went through. Uh, his most of his solo albums, I, I might have cheated here or there to look at just some collections. Um, to but all right, so just I'm just going to list out if the, I remove the songs the, they the, missed that caught your eye. We'll count yeah, it that I, way. I, if, if we remove these 20 songs, we could still come up with the following list All My Lovin', and I Love Her, Can't Buy Me Love, Things We Said Today, She's a Woman, Every Little Thing, What You're Doing, I'm Down, The Night Before, Another Girl, We Can Work It Out, Drive My Car, You Won't See Me, Michelle, I'm Looking Through You, Paperback Rider, Eleanor Rigby, Good Day Sunshine, Got to Get You Into My Life, Penny Lane, Getting Better, Fixing a Hole, Lovely Rita, 
Fool on the Hill, Hello Goodbye, Lady Madonna, Rocky Raccoon, I Will, Mother Nature's Son, All Together Now, Get Back, Oh Darling, You Never Give Me Your Money. That's just the Beatle. Right. I, I, I don't even know, um, you know, so that's what I'm saying. And even that I would have to say like, okay, I, we could probably take that list and be like, all right, we can get, we could probably come up with a different, ten, you know, a 10 songs okay. out of there so to shorten that down. you did the Beatles. Yeah, I did that right. same task with Solo Paul. Uh-huh. Um, so the aforementioned that would be something. Uh, and that, yeah. then I went down in chronological order of the album releases. Uh, yep. Piece of Cake. Yep. From Ram. Uh, Let Me Roll It, Helen Wheels, 1985. Yep. Venus and Mars Rock Show. Uh-huh. Uh, because, you know, uh, Call Me Back Again. Um, Yo, without a doubt. Let Him In. Why not? London Town, actually. The title uh-huh. track, not too bad. It's it's actually a very good '80s track. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, I like the orchestra theme. Yeah, um, nothing off of McCartney too. Uh, take it away. Oh, you know what? I, I will take. I will say this off of McCartney too. Um, while we're there, the version of coming up on McCartney too, I don't like. But he released on that all the best. He released a live version of that, uh, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I would I would throw that in there too. Uh, right, because I just I focused it to just studio. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Take it away. Uh, uh, uh-huh. um, Mull of uh, Ballroom dancing. The original ballroom uh-huh. dancing before yeah. Bro- B- B- Broad Street. Uh, love yeah. it. Ebony and Ivory. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Pipes of Peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as I hate to admit it, Say 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 is a really great song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm sorry, but I will defend uh, No More Lonely Nights to my dying day. Yep. Um, uh, um, actually, press the play. Uh, 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 my Brave Face, We Got Married, Put Her There, Figure of Eight, yeah. Yeah. Off the Ground, Hope of Deliverance. And mm-hmm. the aforementioned at the top of the show, <laughs> biker like an icon, because why not? Like um, yeah. And that's about the. I couldn't really get. I couldn't find one that jumped off the page by Flaming Pie, and by then it was like two in the morning, and I was like, I have to stop. Right. Exactly. So I um, of his later stuff, uh, Queenie Eye from New, New uh, from New, yeah. uh, English Tea, which uh, and Driving Rain. I think we're both on. I think that was uh, Chaos on the Creation Backyard. Yeah. Calico Skies is kind of a um, kind of an acoustic ditty, but also good. Dance Tonight with the mandolin, the ukulele. Yeah. Um, I like You One or Two with Elvis Costello, which was on Flowers in the Dirt. Um, the one song from his solo career, which maybe, and I, I want, this is why I want to talk to Ken about this. This is the one song that I had no, you know, big, big Beatle, Paul McCartney song, uh, Paul McCartney fan. And I never heard of it until probably like five years ago, maybe 10 years ago was big barn red off of, um, no, I can't think of the, the name of the album. Um, is it uh, red rose speedway? Maybe. It, I think it might be the first song on Red Road Freeway. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, my Bay Face, you said. I said. Uh, also, huge hits in the seventies with uh, "Listen to What the Man Said" and "Silly Love Songs." And you know, your your mileage may vary on uh, on essential or not, but they were big hits, and yeah. you know, could be considered. Um, 
And yeah, that's, uh, but so that's a very long way. We don't have to get in and argue about this. So, but you could have probably, you could have probably made this list the top 50 essential songs and still, still had to, you know, uh, you know, so as much, as much as I want to call and will call bullshit on this list, I also think it was kind of an impossible task to do. If it's an impossible task, then either couch it that way and go, these are my favorite. Right. And don't call them essential. And don't, uh, and, and don't again, to, to, to put a finer, you know, to reiterate the, you don't separate the Beatles out until they separated themselves. You you really right, yep. can't... I mean, and again, it's all subjective as we continue to prove on this podcast. Yep. Um, so right away, you know, don't do not do that. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't call it essential because um, while there are things that are essential, you, you can't... This is the wrong, you know, this is the wrong way to do it. I mean, if you're going to yeah. do it, there's no... Because it is all subjective, right? I mean, if right. you want to go essential, then uh, add some signs, add some data behind it. These are the highest charting songs. These are the songs that sold the most. These are the records that sold the most. You know, I right. mean, put some reporting behind it versus or some investigation behind it, some actual journalism. Besides, ah, I gotta, I gotta shit something out for Friday. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. we're doing Egypt Station. Right. Here, let me just. Um, Right. Let me do a little puff piece on these Paul McCartney tracks that right. I don't even think Paul McCartney would appreciate. Right. Sure. I, I agree. So, so the the lesson of this is uh, USA Today hire me and and RDM and uh, and and we'll crank out all the Paul McCartney content. You need. Yeah. You know, or Rolling Stone. <laughs> We'd be happy to do this for Rolling Stone. <laughs> exactly. Me, you, and Ben Fong Torres all, exactly. all together. <laughs> I'm Ben Fong Torres from Rolling Stone. Right? Yeah, uh, uh, just as a little uh, aside from, I was listening to, uh, oh, there is a great, I know we're going down a giant rabbit hole, but we have some, rec- I have some recommendations. If you, if has anyone, uh, there's a, a, a cable channel called Epics. I was sort of okay, familiar yep. with it over the year, but they, they just did, I signed up for the streaming version of it. It's like $6 a month. Um, just so I could watch this Laurel Canyon documentary that's oh, like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, just yep. dropped. Yep. <clears throat> it is uh it is brilliant. Um yep. there's no Beatles. No, no, that's Echoes from the Canyon on Netflix. This okay. is a two part okay. documentary on the history of Laurel Canyon Ooh, with awesome. interviews right, uh, so it's Crosby Stills Nash and sometimes uh-huh. young. Uh the yep. Mamas and the Papas, the Monkeys, the yep, um, yep, right. Frank Zappa, the Doors, I'd forgotten but the Doors had lived in Laurel Canyon. Yeah, sure. Uh, Jim Ladd from formerly of KLOS. He's on Deep mm-hmm. Tracks at Sirius XM now. Jim Ladd, <clears throat> for those of you playing the home game, was the Scott Muni of the West Coast. Okay. Uh, a very influential disc jockey who discovered, not discovered, but was was a big, was in the Doors wheelhouse and milieu. And what I'm getting to was there's a whole section of repeated sections of the Doors. And I'm like, you know what? Philip Seymour Hoffman... As Lester Bangs was wrong, I loved the Doors. Um, so I would you, highly... you were going to go with uh, Alice Wisdom, um, <laughs> um, the the DJ in the San Diego radio station, Paulie Perret. You like Paulie Perret? I yeah, like the I Doors. Like um, and I will. The other recommendation, and you talked to you told me about this movie probably five years ago when it came out, and I was not necessarily in a place where I could have uh, received it. 
appreciated uh, both, it. both physically and mentally and emotionally. Um, but we, I just saw uh, Love and Mercy. Yes. Which yeah. does tie back to the Beatles. It yeah. is, uh, if you uh, listeners are unfamiliar with it, it is the story of Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys' mental illness. Uh-huh. And Paul Dano plays Brian Wilson around the time of Pet Sounds and Smiley Smile and Smile. Yeah, yeah. And then John Cusack plays uh, Brian Later, Wilson from like 80s. 1984 to 1995. Yeah. Um, and it is jo- Paul Dano nailed, nailed uh, the walk yeah. and the look mm-hmm. and the yeah. everything. Cusack, I think. Uh, right. didn't look like Brian Wilson, but got his facial tics down and you were kind yeah. of moved in there. I always thought, though, to tie it all way back, that if there was ever going to be a real fictionalized attempt at, at McCartney in the solo years, John uh-huh. Cusack, because John does kind of have yeah. that same eye dip a little bit. Yep, 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 um, sure, for sure. But, yeah. you know, I guess we'll just have to settle with uh, uh, who played Paul McCartney in the what card the Dewey Cox story. Oh, it was, oh I can't remember. Was but, it Jonathan uh, Silverman or did he play George? I, I think Paul I Rudd remember. played George. I don't know. But still, <laughs> I'm surprised that, that Backbeat's the only time we've actually seen a cinematic reworking of the Beatles. I mean, right, there's been stupid TV movies, but I'd right, luxury exactly. like to see a McCartney solo period. Right. Um, you know. Right. With the mullets. Exactly. Ah, the beautiful mullet. All right, so that was that was good. It was good. It's good to be back. Good to um, to take a little break from you know the world crashing around you uh, from the outside. So uh, um, you know, I think you, you, anyone still listening at this point both knows that we both say uh, we're calling BS on this list. But uh, I I did enjoy it, and it did you know for I think for both of us it it um, it led us to go and review things and say, Oh, all right. What would you put in there? Could you, could you reduce it? I could not reduce it to a list of 20 songs. No, I, I could do uh, 50. It, was maybe, a good, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I could do 20 songs of Paul McCartney songs, just in the Beatles. And then another 20 of just solo. Maybe I could get there, but even that I, I probably would be taking out some songs. I really love her or were really great or both. So, all right. Um, any final thoughts? Uh, uh, we I know that we we've been kicking around a lot of ideas and a lot of lists going back and forth, um, and uh, we're I'm also trying to we're also trying to get some old friends and some people on the show to to do this. Uh, we have to uh, we have to kind of manage around our busy schedules, yes. but uh, I think we'll we should be able to do that. So um, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. You can follow us at uh, Instagram at RFJ of all time uh, and uh, our Twitter, which is just at Radio Free Jersey, uh, Facebook page. Uh, just look up Radio Free Jersey and online RadioFreeJersey.com. And uh, please tell a friend about this show. Uh, it'll help us uh, climb the chats, as, as they say. Uh, <laughs> so head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, guys. This podcast is a production of Radio Free Jersey.